tieflings and tabaxi, high elves and halflings, barbarians and bards. Welcome back to Raw School. Open up your player's handbook as we take another deep dive into the magical and mystical world of Dungeons and Dragons. Class is now in session. School might be out in real life, but guess what, kids? It's on in, he in <laughs> there, here. There's no summer in d and There's no summer. <laughs> Just kidding. We are literally taking a summer break from Raw and Order. And, yeah, we are. And, and Raw School, sort of, but... But we're going to do little Rascals here and there. And joining us today, dun, 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 it's Sandy. Sandra! She used, to be, she used to be our best pupil, but now she's in summer school, so. Yeah. <laughs> Remedial D&D lessons. <laughs> Welcome back, well, Sandra. Hi, thanks. Yeah. So... How was how was your your experience? Let's just do so for the. I think this is just going to be sort of like a let's let's talk about the whole character creation process. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about any questions you still have, any any anxieties you still have, what you're looking forward to, and uh, yeah, hopefully this will just be a nice little wrap up of our character creation guide. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, so I really liked building my character and um, just kind of trying to think of what their motivation is and kind of like their flaw. I thought like that was kind of fun because um, I really think like everybody, you can't have like the perfect character. And like the reason is it's like the better the character is, is if they have flaws and things like that. Absolutely. So I thought that was like really well fun rounded. to do. Yeah. Right. And um, like I was playing off of Anna when we were kind of, coming together and doing this. And since she's going to be my DM, I thought it was going to be really fun. Um, also because she's like my best friend. So that was also <laughs> going to happen either way. Um, so like when we were coming up with like what the flaw would be and like, I kind of had an idea of her just taking everything so literally. And then we kind of just riffed off of that. And so then I knew it would be kind of fun to play, um, right. which would be interesting going forward. I'm just, I'm, Still struggling with how people create like such intricate backstories and like because I hear things about like your guys' campaigns about how you know she had like one of Anna's characters has a sister mm -hmm. that she's looking for and she's like a princess and like all these different backstories. Um, <laughs> I'm just really extra. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's literally it. It's just we're very extra. I mean, there's no secret that that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, I just don't know how that will fit into like the overarching because it, it feels also kind of like I'm developing this character in a void and I'm not necessarily sure certain what's going to happen. And so that's that's a anxiety inducing a little. And that's a great point. I mean, I guess so one important question that you'll have for Anna will be, OK, what world are we playing in? Right. Like what what is the. Give me, give me how, however much of the world you've created that my character would be aware of. What, what is it? So you're playing a dragon board, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Karylon, Karin, Karin, Karylon, Karin, Karylon, Karin. Karylon, I said Karylon, Karin. Oh boy, you couldn't have um, just called yourself like Susan or something. KK. I'm gonna have that's to say what, this. <laughs> not gonna What's lie, your middle that's name? What my judge called me for the longest time. Susan? If, hopefully, hopefully your character's middle name does not Start begin with, with a K. K. 
Oh yeah, no, 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 no. She doesn't it. have a middle name. Her, her, that's her tribe name, and then her right. individual name. She See, does, have and a you're nickname. all like, "How do you people come up with backstories?" And well, okay, that like, was that's literally in the player's name. handbook, though. <laughs> was that Dragonborn have the clan above all else, and then they have mm-hmm. so they have their clan name, and then their um, name that they tell everybody else, and then they also have a clutch nickname, typically. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's her nickname? I don't know. See, that's where I'm oh. struggling. Where I'm like, I don't really know <laughs> oh. what like her background is. Um, and I don't like like uh like like a like a nickname, not 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 like a shortening of her name, but like Deathbringer or something. Right, like that, and it's right? normally something that happened in childhood. And so, like having that, I can see like how mm. having that in the background would be like, oh, I interact with like this person, and they use the clutch name, so I automatically know. Like they are a safe person or something like that. Or I'm suspicious because they're not anybody I would have ever interacted with or any of my like cousins or things should have interacted with um, or clutch mates, I guess it would be. So then I could be like suspicious or doing something that way. But I just I trying to come up with that and have that being plausible is difficult. <laughs> I, I'm like waiting until the rest of our party comes to me with what they're planning on like playing at least before I give a bunch of details about the universe I'm building because a little bit is going to depend on what you guys want to do mm-hmm. so get Paul to take whatever out of the oven and then get him to build his character because we're gonna yeah to... Paul he's going to be a get ranger. your buns out of the oven <laughs> he's... Get, get, get your meat out of the oven <laughs> technically it's my meat <laughs> I'm, yeah, damn right it is, Sandy. It's your meat. <laughs> Boom, feminism. Oh God. <laughs> um. Okay. There is literally meat in your oven right now. Yeah. That sounded so. Yeah. So. <laughs> not great. Real glad that uh, people we know listen to this. So. Um. There is there is food cooking in your oven. Yes. Which is, okay. There is. Let's stop talking about Sandy's oven. oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So that's those are two great points, right? And so one is like, yeah, Anna, you're creating this story like in a, a it's a limited campaign, it's a limited universe. Like you you wanna like get this sense from your players, like, okay, like what are we gonna be doing? And then base the world off of that. And Sandy, um, like for you for you, it's like the same thing. Like if I have a character who is a dragonborn, then I want to be like, okay, where in the world would it make sense for dragonborn to live? Um, and then figure out, okay, is my character from one of these places? Is my character, maybe they left one of these places? If so, why did they leave? Well, they left for this reason. And then literally once you start piecing those things together, um, like that is how the backstory forms. And you just like, you just jot ideas and eventually turn it into paragraphs. And And I think it's really not, too much more involved than that i think the for me and and i assume anna you could speak to this but like when i create a character all i know is that i i make the backstory with the specific intention that at some point this backstory whether it's from the very beginning or some point down the road is going to affect how i role play my character right um like in our yawning portal game like my character umbra her whole thing is looking for her sister, right? And that was a huge part of her background is, well, she grew up really close to her sister and and then like her sister left. So now she's on a journey to find her. So that kind of wrote itself once I, once I made this like this plot hook of my sister's missing and I want to go find her, right? So I think you have like the, the building blocks to work with 
uh, with your character, like you talked about their their nickname, maybe you know, and and, and the fact that she takes this really literally, like maybe her nickname has to do with her always reading books, um, or like the or like lacking street smarts or something, and then you just write a story about how she got that nickname. Mm-hmm. But yes, but what is her the nickname, nickname is Street Stupid. Street Stupid. Street Stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Street Stupid. Mm-hmm. Corin Street Stupid. <laughs> Um, well, but that's the thing, right? You have to like come up with it and, mm-hmm. and you could talk to Anna, you can mm-hmm. ask other people like, Hey, what would be a good like nickname? But, um, if, if it's something that people notice, like if, if, if Dragonborn are, are named at a young age for something that, um, if that nickname comes up for like something they did or experienced when they were younger, like, okay, what's, what's an interesting thing that you as Sandy would be comfortable role-playing and would like to role-play? Like maybe she was abducted by like another tribe. I was just maybe... about to say she was kidnapped. That's oh my so God. funny. <laughs> be dragon I both by secretly the way. want to be kidnapped. Dragon napped. Dragon napped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Lizard napped. I mean, they're lizard. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like maybe it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm jotting notes now. Mm-hmm. Kidnapped. Oh, always apologize. Kidnapped. <laughs> Kid- kidnapped. She's or in maybe- a whole different clan than she was supposed to be in. Or like, okay, maybe she, maybe she, maybe, okay, maybe her clan discovered like, like uh, an ancient library in, in, like the ruins or like she was she was out exploring with other dragonborn Sandra, and they, Sandra is like really excited about this yeah she's like, like freaking out it's a little bit Alexandria sort of thing yeah. and I still am upset do with it, that integrate it do it <laughs> And and like maybe like she was she was out with some of the other younger dragonborn. They found a library and she ended up like getting lost in it. And literally like the whole clan thought she was dead. And like four days later, she's like, no, I was just reading books. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, so now maybe you're that's, bookworm. Yeah. Book, book, dragon, book, lizard, book, lizard. <laughs> or, or like something a little bit more like nuanced, like, like word weaver. The word weaver or the Ooh. or like the the you know, something like like you can literally like just write down a million things mm-hmm. until it comes to you. But um like yeah, like and like maybe that's just a huge point. And then like ever since then she's been obsessed with books and she tries to learn as many languages as possible. And like maybe Anna will let your character have more languages or like or like we'll tie that in some way. Um or, or you could even like you could even put in your in her background, like how did she learn the languages she knows? Right, obviously she knows draconic, but how did she, maybe maybe she didn't know common from the time she was born? Maybe she learned common through reading, and most of the other dragonborn she lives with don't speak common. I don't know. Like you could totally just play with it, and then just ask Anna whenever you're not sure about something. Be like, hey, Can would I this make this? sense in your world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I play a dragonborn in one of my campaigns and I decided I wasn't going to grow up in my dragonborn family. Like I was like abandoned as a child. And so I grew up knowing common, but not knowing draconic. And then I had to like teach myself draconic because I'm on a quest to find my family, like to find my clan. I know she's, she's making a sad face because I have a really like depressing backstory for a character that's like 80% jokes. <laughs> like, yes, literally. like the most And the other 20% fun. is songs I make up. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, the funniest people are also the saddest. We are the most broken inside. <laughs> I mean, you know. Trauma humor. makes us funny. 
What's the saying? Tragedy plus equal, comedy equals tragedy plus time. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why 9-11 now is hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> no one agreed See? with that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much about forcing your character to like fit into uh, t- to my world. Because once you tell me what your character is, I'll make it fit into my world. Like, don't worry yeah. about that. And I'm, you know that this this one, since you want to play the Dragonborn... Um, we're going to do it in high fantasy. So, I mean, just like run with it, do whatever you'd like. I, I will sneak peek to you that, uh, the setting is going to be at a university, but, uh, and Joe's in the campaign too. So, oh my God, that's there you go. (laughs) Actually, and it's funny you mentioned that. So, uh, Wizards of the Coast is releasing a module that's actually basically, like a magic university module Ooh. that you can like, get ideas from if you wanted. I'll have to find the name of it, but um, yeah, that's like, it's either came out already or it's coming out. Oh, so yes. <laughs> may want to look in there. Okay. Um, but uh, the, uh, what was I going to say? I totally, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Anna's character in, in Gaidra, uh, she said, oh, I want to be from this city. I'm going to call it Kanga. Like, where would that be? And I'm like, well, I don't have a city named that. Uh, so it's right here. And I just literally created mm-hmm. a spot where there wasn't already a city. And now it's part of my official world. So like, not only did, did I help Anna like come up with, with like, okay, like what is this city like? But she also helped me world build. And so now that will forever be a part of the world because I was just like, okay, great. They are from here. So you know, it, it can really be like go as 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 far, you know, in yeah. any direction that you want with it. And like it's OK for your first character to not have some sort of like grandiose back. And not every character. Yeah. yeah not every character needs one. Mm-hmm. Right. Like not maybe every you're just needs... a dragonborn that's like from a normal clan and are really into books. Cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, and, she, and she's a paladin. So like, maybe she's just like, she's just super protective of people. And that's her thing. Like, mm-hmm. she's always been really protective. And like, and like, you can just make a few like, like, like the background could just be a few anecdotes about how growing up she was always sort of like the like the matriarch figure, right. and how she really admired the matriarch of her clan. And then the matriarch of her clan, I don't know, died or, or left the clan to pursue academics. So she wanted to follow in the footsteps, like, literally, like, whatever just, you think sounds cool. Yeah, like, just tell whatever story you want to tell, give me an NPC or two that's still alive that I can integrate yes. into my world. And then you're good. Yeah. This and ask me as many questions as you'd like, because I'll be happy to tell you and help you along your way. Um, I just have a random question right now that maybe you guys know and maybe I just missed it. But um, are Dragonborn different Dragonborn types, right? Do they intermingle a lot? Are they all in the same clan? Like, is there going to be like a brass, a copper and, you know, all in the same clan? Or are they all kind of like, this is a copper clan, this is a brass clan? So I'll tell you for my world, um, you don't have to worry so much about those rules. Even if the book says something like your clan can be mixed metal. Hardcore metal. Yeah. As a, as a lore thing, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I assume no they're probably, 
more stick with because like the if you think about like the ancient dragons and whatnot like you, you have uh the chromatic and the uh metallic uh Metallic, yes. Um, and the metallic was look, slightly the, the newbie is kind of is, 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 uh, <laughs> making is correcting me. Um, but and I think like they're much more identified by their color and and what they can do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's necessarily true for Dragonborn, right? So, and but like Ada said, like it's it's her world. So if she says whatever yeah. you want, and that's the fun part about D anD D. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you don't know what what a particular class or race feature would be. You can look it up or you can make it up. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And cool. as long as your DM's okay with that, then there's no problem. So right. for your dragonborns, go nuts. Anyone can be in your clan. <laughs> Non-dragonborn can be in your clan. I'm okay with that too. <laughs> Maybe my character is in your clan. <gasps> is yours dragonborn or is it just a clan of I friends? I picked my clan rather than I borned my clan. Maybe, maybe your character was. See, we're just coming up with all of these ideas, and yes, hopefully, our listeners build a take joint some of these backstory because that will make it but, much easier. <laughs> yeah, like, like maybe, maybe your, uh, your, you were lost, or like you, like Jin, uh, Anna's character, you don't have a memory of of your Dragonborn clan, so you created a clan with other other people. Like maybe that's that's your thing. I don't know. Like, just just do whatever, mm-hmm. whatever sounds cool. I mean, and and Paul's going to be in the campaign. So if you want to do like a joint backstory with him, go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, but he's going to be a ranger. So I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to be friends with a ranger. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited to see the whole mix. I don't think I've, I haven't settled on a class yet. I I'm think you're waiting, waiting on, on Everybody all else. the yeah. newbies to choose theirs. And then you'll fill in whatever gap is left, which will at this rate probably end up being something healing. So <laughs> That's totally fine. Yeah. Druid. I'll be a druid. So much yes. fun. I'll torment Anna and I'll be a moon druid. Just <laughs> bring just to it. Off. I'll still find a way to kill you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um Okay, Sandy. Yes. What what else? What so what, what else is going through your mind? Yeah, no, I'm still concerned about role playing and like I don't know. I've never what been concerns in, you. So I've never been in acting and things like that. And I'm concerned um in kind of sort of the whole staying in character situation and how much character, you know, um, how much is too much and how much gets gaudy or like, you know, just. I'm trying to think about what would be too much. Right. <laughs> What's well, that level? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That concept, does, the, the limit does not exist for Anna. No. Like, what? There's no the limit thing. does not exist. It's October 4th. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I just don't know based off of like who's going to be at the table and like how much other people are comfortable with, which is like is too much, too much, is too little, too much um, sort of situation. And I I mean, that's just, I think, going to have to develop as we go through it. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's just it's still an anxiety for me. It's just not one that I think can be fixed until we're in I, play. I, at our table, it's going to be four newbies and Joe. So I think that you're going to find um, a lot of comrades in your anxiety about role play and about like coming out of your shell and being weird and and acting goofy or like taking on a different persona and role playing. You're going to find a lot of allies in in people being like, am I OK to do this or mm-hmm. what do I do now kind of thing. And so just kind of take a deep breath because 
uh, Joe and I aren't judging you. We literally teach you. <laughs> yeah. We have a whole podcast called School. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then the other people, <laughs> you know, are going to be just as like new to this and green at this as you mm-hmm. are. So hopefully you're comfortable at the table. But then I think that, you know, it's the job of myself and, and thank goodness Joe will be there too. But I'm going to draw you out. You know, I'm going to like make you have interactions. And if you don't ha- want to have interactions with each other because you're uncomfortable, you'll be interacting with me and I'm going to yeah. draw you guys out um, so that you flesh out your characters a little bit. You feel yourself getting a little bit more comfortable just like being weird and like being your character, taking on that persona. But when it comes to like playing it up, I would say you just do whatever level of like character or caricature that you're comfortable with right like you Mm -hmm. don't have to have an accent you don't have to have a personality that's different Mm -hmm. than your own frankly if you don't want to we're just gonna end with you don't have to have a personality and i was like (laughs) pretty sure you do (laughs) i've listened to enough episodes that i feel like you do you you could be a you know personality less automaton Drone. Our fighter Bob. That is a personality. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's a character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I have two overall comments. So one, absolutely what Anna said. It's so important that whatever you do, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because you what you don't want is to like be like, okay, I'm gonna do this accent and it's gonna be uh, like like we'll use uh we had Tyler uh, mm-hmm. uh who was on the show who was in our campaign. He had this really great accent, but it was hard for him to keep up and it was it was distracting for him. And when he dropped it, he got so much more into oh, the yeah. play. And that was more important to me than him having an accent. Um so as long as you're comfortable with it, that is the most important thing. So don't push yourself if you're not comfortable already. The other thing is when it comes to like too much or too little role playing, I think my advice to you would be don't worry if it's too much or too little. Worry about are you hogging the spotlight, which I doubt will be a problem for this group. It's something that can happen. It typically happens among more experienced players. But, you know, this is a collaborative storytelling game. And like, I'm guilty of this too. Like when I play, like you want to be involved, you want to talk, it's exciting, but like, sometimes it's just not your time, right? Sometimes sitting back and listening is as important as jumping in and being involved in the story. So I would say just be more conscious of like, Oh, you know, if someone else is talking like, and they're having a moment with the DM or whatever, like, Oh, like, yeah, see how that plays out. Like that is super important, but at the same time, like be an active participant, engage in discussion and don't hold back from like joining in on the conversation um, or from questioning your fellow players, right? Like maybe your a player does something and in your mind, you're like, Oh, that's so cool. But your character would think that's like super offensive. Like, that's how role playing happens is when you as your character, regardless of whether you have a, you know, a fancy voice or not, you're, you or your character calls that other character out and says, hey, why did you do that? And then like you guys get into like a little argument as your characters like that's what makes D&D so special. It's not whether you whether you talk in an accent like this. No one cares. It's how 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 engaged are you? And, and I feel like maybe you're imagining like the entire three hours you're at the table you're you are this character like the entire time and maybe that seems really daunting and almost exhausting to be like in character for that long Mm -hmm. you're definitely not i mean 
I talk as myself all the time because when I'm in combat and just like telling Joe what I'm going to do next, you know, I don't need to be in character for that. Or Mm -hmm. when we're talking amongst ourselves just to be like, okay, like what happened there? Or like just Mm -hmm. having a regular conversation that's not character related, like you're just yourself at the table. The, the parts where you're in character are when you're interacting with NPCs or interacting with your PCs to move the plot along or to like for narrative purposes. And that is honestly, I promise you, not going to be the entire time you're at the table. Like that no. would frankly just be like impossible and yeah. honestly really exhausting for me too, because then I would have to be in some sort of character the entire time. And I'm definitely not. So right. <laughs> well, well, literally part of the game is like... The, what you will you will be doing more often than not is asking the DM questions because you have to flesh out the world. The DM doesn't have every detail of the world built. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Brennan Lee Mulligan was talking about when he does world building, it's like you, you, you have to limit yourself because you will not be able to prepare as a DM to prepare for everything. So what you do is you, you get the big, the big plot points and then, on the fly, you generate things as needed because what if one of your players is like, oh, I really want to suddenly wash my armor. Is there like a wash bin around? And you're like, I don't fucking know. I didn't, I didn't think about this. <laughs> but but like that's, you know, something that a character might do. Um, so you need to ask, you need to like talk to your DM and we do that just as us. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why I like using accents and this is just for me or, or even just not even accents, but like quirks and weird characters. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Character like like enunciations and things is because. I use those to differentiate when I'm talking as my character to, to either an NPC or other characters. And when I'm talking as myself, Joe, the player, mm-hmm. because it just makes it easier. Cause if I go into an accent like this, you know, that's Umbra who's talking to Jin and not Joe talking to the DM. So that's, I, I just like to do that. Cause for me, it creates a clear division, but, you know, otherwise you say, Hey DM, I have a question for you. And it's just like, that's you, Sandy asking a question. Right. Like if you walk into a room and you want to know what you see in that room, you're not going to ask as your character. Cause obviously your character could just look around. You're going to ask as you and be like, what do I see in this room? Right. Uh, yeah. And then a lot of time is spent, you know, like making those kind of ability check roles as I describe the world to you. Like, so you'll be making investigation or perception checks or, you know, random other things that really don't require you to to play your character the entire time, but they move the story along. So I, I wouldn't freak out about having to A, stick to it like you're committed forever and ever to this one thing if you start playing your character one way and you're like this feels weird or i'm so uncomfortable doing this accent i thought i could keep it up but i really can't i don't care drop it like do what feels comfortable for you so that you actually enjoy being at the table one thing that i really love about D already even though i'm not like starting to play or anything is <laughs> All of the memes I understand now. <laughs> See, you're yeah. welcome. It's so great. No, actually, I've I've I ended up on D and D TikTok, oh. and so like on my for you page, and it is nuts, and I love every second of it. <laughs> so it's funny. So so right now, Anna is playing in my little Harry Potter game with my friend Andy, um, and. Andy, like I got him into D and D 
by watching like Dimension 20 and stuff, but he mostly got into it from there on his own by following D&D TikTok. Um, and I think it was like all the content and stuff. He was like, this is so funny. Like what the hell's going on here? <laughs> and then it's like, Oh, okay. Like then like you start to learn, like this is how people play this game. But what the fuck? It's like, it's, it's just weird. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. My favorite current TikTok, and I sent it to Anna was, this is why your stealth is so low when you have heavy armor. And it's just some dude clanging around in a bunch of armor going like a bunch of armor just making a ton of noise. Whenever someone rolls low and they're wearing heavy armor, I'm like, yep, it's like pots and pans down the hallway. (laughs) Like it literally, because that's what it is, right? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess those are all, I, I don't really have too many concerns. Like things were addressed either through the podcast or, um, I'm excited to actually understand some of the questions in the real live uh, and the like mechanics order. of it when you see it in play. Mm, well, no, yeah. like just like all your kind of high level questions that I'm like, I don't know oh, what you're you talking about in the, about in in the, the, in the actual um, podcast. Yeah, no, so I'm actually excited to see kind of how these things actually interplay and how like the rules actually apply and things. And you're like, like what the hell is a unicorn totem and a good exactly. berry? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get berries in this? What's happening? <laughs> Are there Where bad are my berries, berries Anna? <laughs> <laughs> you promised there would be berries. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm just excited for that aspect of things. Um, Absolutely, I know Paul it's going to be great. Reading the handbook. <gasps> Ooh. Did, now, readers. does Paul does Paul know what kind of ranger he wants to be? No, I just told him he was going to be a ranger. Didn't oh. we decide he was going to be a tiefling? Oh yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Wait, why are you? No, Paul has to make his own character. You can't pick this for him. No, I have a one half interest in his character. So, oh my god! All right, an undivided one half interest. Well, that's good. I mean, like, I'm really excited to play. I can already it's I'm I'm like getting energized from Anna's presence. Like you're you're, you're like you're so in command when you were ta- <laughs> when you were saying like, yeah, and if you don't talk to each other, you're going to talk to me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Anna's bringing the DM Great. vibes right now. Yeah. So I'm like hyped off that energy. I like want to learn right from now. the best. <laughs> oh, Matt Mercer. Clint. What? Clint? Oh. <laughs> Of course, you are my guidance counselor and my guardian angel, and I'm so excited wow. to have you at my table oh, to hold my you. hand through this, because <laughs> wow. I feel like it's going to be blind leading the blind out here, so this no. should be a great time. <laughs> it's, you are going to do, it's, you are going to be such a natural at DMing, and I'm so excited to like finally do crazy things and have you have to react to yes. them off the cuff, <laughs> just so you can see what it's like when you do crazy things in my game. And I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm going to so. jump down this well. Now what? Right. Uh, and, it's a right, portal. A- and now you're right. in Narnia. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and I'm out of the campaign. All right. Bye guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think Sandy, like you obviously like, to play this game, you have to have like an imagination and obviously like you like Harry Potter, you like fantasy, you're someone who has an imagination. So I think you'll be, you'll be, I think you'll be really surprised if you're not already super attached to your character. I think you're (laughs) going to be really surprised. Like, how much you really are like have an emotional connection. And I think Mm -hmm. everyone else, like even people like Paul and whoever else is playing, I think they're all, they'll all sort of get that same sort of like connection to their character. And it's such an amazing experience when you start to like get into that mindset as your character. And I'm going to be really amused because it's going to be 
a short campaign, right? It's just going to be like a few sessions. So I'm not going to try and prevent you all from dying too hard. (laughs) This will be great. (laughs) I'm already attached. Do you know how long I spent trying to look at pictures to try to figure out like what she might look like and just got invested into that for like eight hours? I'm like not even joking. Because I got the play-by-play on that. And didn't I find you a wonderful mini that looks just like her? Oh, yay. Wait, where is oh, yeah, wow. how cute she is. Already painted. <gasps> I bought it painted. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so she stays here. That. She's on my desk forever and ever. Yeah, no, Um, if I ever do any other campaigns or anything like that, she's going to definitely be in my... If... Yeah, if well, I mean, no, I know I will. But Sandy, once you play this game, (laughs) you are going to be hooked. Yeah, but we might not necessarily do another high-level fantasy one. Like, if you had like another one-shot, maybe it's like set in Harry Potter world, and that would just Mm kind of be like a backup for a different sort of character. Maybe she'll just make an appearance anyway. Yeah, Yeah, hey, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's Harry Potter thirty years from now, and people had sex with dragons, and now exactly. there's Dragonborn. If there can be yeah. half giants, there can be half dragons. Exactly. Right. And oh, and and maybe it all started because Harry Potter hooked up with uh, because he can speak the snake language, right? So he, you know. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yep. Yeah, Ooh. he hooked up with Norbert He's the again. Adam of the Adam and Eve of Dragonborns. And he fucked a snake. <laughs> yeah. No, a dragon. <laughs> oh, a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Jizzed Norbert. all over a dragon egg. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> the unfertilized story. <laughs> I think it's fertilized before the egg is produced. Not necessarily. But... That's not how basilisks happen. Ew. <laughs> the male basilisk just like comes on eggs okay, outside? Like, um, no. Like, okay. Well, there's, like, I different don't really understand how egg fertilization happens when it's not a mammal. So... <laughs> I'm There's confused. things called the cloaca. No, nope. we're not going to nope. go there. Not that kind um, of school. Yeah. <laughs> not nope. that kind of not school. That kind. <laughs> well, I look forward to, Anna, you traumatizing all of your new players. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been such a fun way to create a character. So, Sandy, thank you for being our pupil. We hope that maybe after this experience, you'll join us on the big kid Ron order because you'll have so much knowledge ah! about the game. Yes. I'll have questions. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not just basic questions, like actual, like real life. <laughs> yeah. Can have a case. I'm and sure you'll disagree question. with some ruling I make at the table and be oh, yeah. very angry and want to come on the show and argue with me about <laughs> it. And I am here for it. <laughs> I'm like super excited to go back and re-listen to all of the podcasts and just be like, no, I Justice it. Anna was full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's me every episode. Except so. for like all of your guys' decisions end up with like, yeah, no, I don't think you can do that. But, you know, DM discretion. DM what? discretion. <laughs> hey, you'll see. You'll see how mm-hmm. wonderful that device is. <laughs> well, I think... Is that all for today? I think that's going to be it. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us today. And I don't know what we're doing next on Raw School, but I'm sure you'll be back with us uh, for for future episodes. But uh, until next time, gang. Peace out.